Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Beginner's SEO Podcast with me, Phoebe Gill from The Plan Success. Today's episode I hope is going to be really useful for a lot of you that are in the stages of planning your website or perhaps you're thinking of a redesign because what you're doing currently just isn't working or just, you know, you want to learn more about SEO, which is why you're here, so good for you. But today's episode is Beginner's Guide to Competitive Analysis or Competitor Research. And you do hear this word thrown about a lot in the SEO industry. And to be honest, it can go as detailed as you want or as top level as you want. When I'm doing working for, you know, for a big client, it does can go really, really in depth. There's lots of different checks we can do and sort of profiles and tools we can use to really analyze what the competitors, competitors are doing. However, when I'm putting together, say, a proposal for a new client, um, then I'm not, you know, if I'm not being paid yet, <laughs> I'm not going to do an in-depth con- competitor analysis. So I just do a few quick checks to see what their competitors are doing and perhaps what I could do for this new client by basing it on their competitors. And that's really kind of, at least for me, why I think competitor analysis is so useful at any level of SEO because if you don't know SEO and you're trying to figure out how to grow your organic traffic online, how to kind of figure out SEO but you don't actually know what to do, then don't reinvent the wheel. Let's just see what's working for other people. So that's what we're going to focus on today, how to do a basic beginner's competitor competitor analysis which will turn into decent SEO results for you. Okay, are you ready to get started? I will say I am going to mention a couple free, always free here, free tools that will help your competitor analysis. So if you do have a pen handy or you've got your phone ready to jot down a couple notes, that would be super useful. Okay, so first of all, when it comes to your competitor analysis, you need to figure out who your competitors are. And you might think this sounds like a really simple question, but actually a lot of times people get confused with their real life competitors or who they perceive to be their competitors versus who actually are their SEO competitors. I'm thinking of one client in particular who they thought when I started working with them, I asked them, oh, you know, who are your competitors? And when I actually looked online and I used my tools to see how much traffic they're getting, um, they weren't getting any traffic. They're, they're, they weren't an SEO competitor. They might be a real life competitor because, or, you know, a PPC competitor, or a social media competitor, or a physical, like they go to their store competitor. But in terms of organic traffic, that's what we're talking about when I say SEO competitors. Who are the competitors in your niche, in your industry, that are getting all the organic traffic? And now... So ideally, you're going to want to know what your seed keyword keywords already are. If you don't know what seed keywords are, highly recommend you go check out um, my mini masterclass for optimizing your business homepage as I talk you through that process. So you're going to want to type in your seed keyword into Google. So we're going to be using today, we're imagining we're a plant center. We sell lovely, gorgeous plants. We're like a plant nursery in Sydney. So I'm going to type in plants Sydney because that's what I think people are looking for when they want to buy plants in Sydney. <laughs> so I type in plant Sydney and then I did this yesterday when I was planning this podcast and I came up with my competitor Sydney plant 
see, I mix up between like an Australian and um, English accent now. Sid- Sydneyplantmarket.com.au. That's who we're going to think is our main competitor. And there's also thejunglecollective.com.au. I'm going to use those two as my competitors. Brilliant. I figured out who my SEO competitors are because when I typed in Plants Sydney on Google, those are the first two that popped up. So clearly they're doing well for SEO for this sort of broad keyword um, that has a sort of, you know, commercial intent behind it. Because when people type in plant Sydney, chances are they're wanting to buy some plants. So once you've got your competitors, and this is where you're going to want to jot this down. My favorite tool to use is SEMrush. And yes, that is a paid SEO, SEO software tool, but you can use parts of it for free. So that's what we'll be doing today. So let me just, I'm going to do it quickly by myself so you don't hear me click, click, clicking, um, and then I'll talk you through it again. Okay, so head to semrush.com, which is how it sounds, semrush.com. And then you have to make a free account, but don't worry, it's literally all free. And then once you're in, at the top, you'll see a little search bar where you can put it, put in domain, which remember is the website name. And so I'm going to put in sydneyplantmarket.com.au and then boom, it does its magic and it shows me what I want to see. And I'll see here the first page that comes up, you're looking for a domain overview and it's giving me an overview of the site. And I can see here their organic traffic has been sort of declining over the past month. But when I click the all time click, you can see that on the on the screen. I'll do a little reel for this on Instagram so it's easier to <laughs> visualize. Um, but I can see that organic traffic has been growing steadily over the past few years. This is, yeah, perfect. These are my competitors. I want to find out what keywords are they ranking for? What can I focus on? So I then go to, I scroll down on the page and I click on top organic keywords, view details. And then lovely people at SEMrush, they give me for free, um, they give me for free the top sort of 15 keywords of that sydneyplantmarket.com AU are ranking for. Now, important note, you only get a few free reports a day with SEMrush free plan. So don't go into this just clicking around. Or if you do make a mistake the first time, don't worry about it. Come back to it in a few days. There's no point paying for SEM rush if we're just doing, you know, a basic beginner's SEO. So I can see the top keywords at sydneyplantmarket.com.au are ranking for. And I can see here, they're obviously ranking number one for Sydney Plant Market. They're also ranking highly for nursery near me. So that means their local SEO is really good because whenever it's near me in there, it's not that they're optimizing for the word near me. It just means that they're doing well on local SEO with their Google business profile, which I hope if you're a physical business or you physically go see your clients, then you have a Google business profile set up. They're also ranking well for indoor plants, Sydney Plant nursery Sydney. So with this information, I'm obviously going to go make my website optimized for these keywords too. Why not? These, this is, these are the good keywords to go for. This growing business has shown me what works. I don't need to sit there and struggle over sort of figuring out my own keywords. They've done it for me. Woohoo! So I can see as well the pages that each keyword is ranking for, e.g., 
Indoor Plants Sydney has its own page. So on my website, if I'm a plant nursery, it would be a good idea if I had um, phoebesplants.com forward slash indoor hyphen plants hyphen Sydney. In that slug, do you see I've put the keyword there for the keyword that I'm trying to target? So it's a really good idea to separate your services and products into individual pages. When I see a service page with five different services on it, you're really missing a trick with SEO. You're really losing out on lots of viable organic traffic. So great. You can do this a couple times with different domains, different competitors that you know of. Uh, SEO competitors, remember. Try it with the competitors that you think are competitors, but aren't SEO competitors. And you might be surprised because you might see they get no traffic. And if they get no traffic on the estimator on SEMrush, don't bother looking at their SEO. <laughs> like, we, no, we only care about the SEO competitors, okay? So once you've got your keywords well done, I hope you made a note of them. The next step we're going to move on to is analyzing how they've started ranking for those keywords. What's their strategy? What's their website design like? What copy are they using? Are they blogging or are they going down a backlink route? I'm going to tell you how to figure it all out. Don't stress. So the first tool was SEMrush. Now the second tool you're going to want to download is the Hrefs Chrome Bar extension tool. So A-H-R-E-F-S, Chrome Bar extension tool. And this again is free. But this is brilliant because once you've got the extension set up, you can then just click on it for any page and it will tell you what the metadata is, what the headers they're using are. It lays out all the copy for you. It also shows you all the alternative text for all the images as what shows you everything that this page has done for their on-page SEO. So it's just a really good time saver when you're trying to look at multiple websites. Okay, so let's do it for our sydneyplantmarket.com.au. Typed in the domain name. I'm now looking at the website. And the first thing I'm going to do, even before just manually scrolling through the page, I'm going to click on my Hrefs Chrome Bar extension, which is like an A in the corner of the page now. And then I click on content. And here we go. I can see what the meta title is they're using, which is not surprisingly, Sydney's Plants, Sydney's, Sydney's Plant Market. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. And that's got the words Sydney's and plants in it. So no wonder they're ranking highly for that keyword. And then also their meta description. Unbeatable on price, range and quality. We are your one-stop gardening nursery in Sydney, which is super sort of descriptive, easy to understand. I know what this company does. And so Google knows what this company does. Scrolling down the content information, I can see that this page has 541 words, a decent amount so that Google understands what the page is about. Because if you've only got 50 words on your page, it's highly unlikely Google's going to be a bit like, eh, that's not enough information to understand what the page is about or the, com the company's about. Their H1 heading, which is important because it's sort of your, it's, think of it as your essay title. Um, it's Sydney's Plant Market. Again, I mean, they were lucky with the name of their company because <laughs> it's really good with this keyword, Plants Sydney, isn't it? So that's their um, H1. And then their H2 is your one-stop garden nursery in Sydney, which is brilliant. And then they've also, and then they've got lots of different headers down the page, 
But when it gets to lots of headers, I mean, we're not going to look at that. So instead, from the content um, tool of the Ahrefs Chromebar extension, I can see easily what the meta description is of this competitor as well as all my other competitors. And I would really highly recommend, strongly recommend you base your meta description on what they've done. So I would probably, for Phoebe's plants, I would probably put something like um, Sydney's plants, uh, plants, uh, what would I put? Buy Sydney's plants, and then I would put, say, a hyphen or one of those sort of separator tools, Phoebe's plants. But something really straight to the point and descriptive. And then my description would be, we are Sydney's premier plant nursery and market based in the Sydney centre. Um, again, really descriptive. Um, I might put something like, you know, great prices or friendly customer service, free delivery, things that would entice people to click through if they read the meta description. And then my headers would be, my heading would be, I wouldn't actually put my heading as Phoebe's plants. My heading would be something more like um, best plants available in Sydney. And then underneath it, my H2 would be Phoebe's plants because I don't want to waste my H2 with my domain name because right now no one's searching for my brand. So they're searching for keywords. Okay. So then once we've figured out what our meta descriptions and headers are going to be, I'm going to scroll down this beautiful website and I can see how they've set up their page. Um, and they've got sort of, you know, an information in their hero section, which is the above the fold. So even before scrolling down, what can I see? That's above the fold. And it's just really descriptive. I know what the company does. Scrolling down, they've got different categories available to click on on the page with lovely pictures. Another little set blurb section where they explain what the company does. Um, they've got some more popular plant categories. So they're really making their homepage a jump off point for all the different things that I can buy with this company as well as being super descriptive and their include their copies really sort of making me want to buy unbeatable on price, range and quality. So these are all things I'm thinking, okay, well, I mean, I can just do this on my website then, which is what you should do. Like, don't worry about trying to reinvent the wheel, make some really super creative website. It doesn't need to be that deep. Like just if you're trying to get your business growing, let's just get a website up there. It's far better to have a simple website built on Wix, Squarespace, Shopify than it is to spend thousands and thousands and thousands on a flashy Webflow website or a custom coded WordPress website, which might look really good, but actually it's so heavily code heavy. It's so code heavy that it loads really slow. And also it's kind of complicated. And if you've got moving animations all over the page, people often don't even know what your company does. Let's keep it simple. Picture, background picture, nice heading in the center, explaining what your company does with the seed keyword in there. And then just sort of use the rest of the homepage to explain what your, the rest of your business does and provide links for people to jump off, include maybe a call to action as well. Um, if this all sounds going over your head, highly recommend checking out the mini masterclass on exactly how to optimize your business homepage. So lots of super useful information there taking you from A to B on optimizing your small business website. So that's what I would use though. When I'm talk, when people are doing competitive analysis, this is the kind of thing they're doing. They're manually reviewing what your competitors are doing and seeing how they can incorporate those tactics 
into your website. It's not more detailed than that. It's not more techy than that. Obviously, I do use sort of paid tools, which show me all these different things. But like, if we're just keeping it beginner's level, there's no point getting that techy. Um, okay, something else you might want to do is look at what their strategy is. And there's two ways to figure this out. So first of all, we need to know, is their strategy worth following? So again, look at that SEM rush report. Is their organic traffic growing? If it is growing, then yeah, I want to copy their strategy, please. So two ways to look at this or two sort of main strategies people have. They're either doing content creation, which is what I always recommend for small businesses. They're becoming an authority in their area or they're going down a sort of digital PR route, aka backlink route. And the way you can do this is by looking at their blog section. Are they creating regular blogs? Is their blog traffic getting a lot of um, uh, traffic? Is that, yeah, is their blog section getting a lot of traffic? Um, because sometimes as well, you might think that the blog section isn't, you know, they're not focusing on that because they haven't updated in a while. For instance, sydneyplantmarket.com, their last blog was October 24th, 2021. Um, and so you are, my first thought is, hmm, okay, I don't think blogging is their strategy. But when I look at the junglecollective.com AU, remember they were our other competitor, I can see that they have gone hard and heavy on becoming an authority in plant care. If I scroll to their blog section, they also have a plant care tips section. And it has just got loads of amazing information all about how to sort of, well, garden. <laughs> um, literally, they've got hundreds of articles. I can search by topic. I can search alphabetically. There's lots of news as well, sort of interesting. Think the best plants for your bedroom, how to get more pink links from your philindodron pink princess, managing fungus gnats over winter. They've got heaps of content. I can see that this is a strategy they've chosen. Therefore, I know that content strategy works for plant nurseries in Sydney. So I think I'm probably going to follow a content strategy as well. But that does leave the question, how have Sydney plant market grown their um, SEO? So by process of deduction, if they're not doing it via content, they're probably doing it via backlinks. And this is where we're going to use a tool by Hrefs again. So you don't have to sign up for anything, or maybe you do have to sign up, but Go on to hrefs.com and that is A-H-R-E-F-S.com. Um, and then we're going to use their free backlink checker. Da -da -da. So I think you can just go on to tools, free tools. Let me just resources. Let me just find it for you. Yeah, hrefs.com forward slash free hyphen SEO hyphen tools. And then I can choose which tool, which... um free SEO tool I want and I want the backlink checker please and I'm going to pop in Sydney plant market Sydney's plant market I've now just started doing it while I'm talking sorry one day I'll have a lovely producer that does all this stuff for me I promise click go check backlinks please and then boom it shows me sort of the top 20 or so backlinks. It also tells me what percentage of them are do follow and how many websites overall are linking to them. Again, if you want, you know, the full list, you've got to pay for it, whatever like that. But I can see here, they've got some really good backlinks 
from Concrete Playground, the best place to buy plants in Sydney. They've got a link from that um, website and article. They've also got Aussie Green Thumb um, with a Gracilis Bamboo Growing Guide and they've got a great link from there. Houseplant Central, all these really niche relevant backlinks. I also want to point out something about domain authority because according to Hrefs, the domain authority of Sydney plant market is only 2.5, so super low. But it just shows how sort of irrelevant your domain authority is. Don't focus on that made up number, okay? Now, I will say though that there doesn't seem to be any sort of super big, apart from the concrete playground one, I did expect there to be more backlinks for this website. So how are they doing their local SEO? Like how really are they getting all this traffic? And I think it's because when I look at their Google reviews, they've got 175 really stellar reviews. So it just shows the importance of local SEO being part of your strategy if you are a small business that is a physical business or you go to see your customers. So those are the top three ways really with SEO strategies. There's never any secrets around it. It's always either a content strategy, a backlink strategy, aka press backlinks, or C, it's going to be a local SEO with lots and lots of reviews as well. So now that I know that for Grow My Sydney Plant market, I know exactly what keywords to go after. I know exactly what to put on my homepage and I can do that for all the other pages as well. I also know that a content strategy works and I can use lots of ideas from the Jungle Collective to build out my blog library. So you can see how just from doing these basic SEO checks, I've got managed to do a free competitor analysis with loads of useful information on how to grow my organic traffic. And you can too, like it's really not that hard, is it? Once you sort of take the time to download a few tools, understand what you're looking for, it becomes quite simple. And it's so useful as opposed to sort of just thinking, I know nothing about SEO, but hey, let's just try and optimize my website. No, instead, really just try and focus on learning the basics and grow your business that way because you can do it, okay? That's all for today. As always, check out my website, theplansuccess.com for free SEO tools or check out my mini masterclass or if you want to take it one step further and optimize your whole website as well as a long-term SEO strategy, head to there as well. I've got my course. Uh, Also follow me on Instagram because I should be putting up a couple reels about these things in real life because it's obviously a lot easier to watch on a video as opposed to listening to a podcast. But I hope you found it useful anyway. That's all for today, right? See you next time.